All right, Courtney, do you uh, do you remember making this? The didgeridoo <laughs> means it's time for the Australian News Desk. Here's two of the craziest guys we could find south of the equator. It's Steve Vischer and Grant McHaren from the Plain Crazy Down Under podcast. I do. Well, Struth, folks, Dateline, June 11th, 2013, and we're recording live with the geeks. <laughs> Your accent never sounds like that, Grant. It never sounds that good. <laughs> <laughs> and on that cheery note, welcome to the Australia Desk, everybody, for episode 252. Happy fifth anniversary to the Airplane Geeks. And just for something different, Grant, let's talk about Qantas. <laughs> in, no, we're going to talk in this about article here, In this article here in australianaviation.com.au, uh, it says here that Qantas marks the 250th Boeing aircraft. Uh, that's interesting, Grant, because uh, some of those aircraft may have come to other airlines before Qantas merged with them or took them over or whatever it was. Yeah, before they were consumed into Qantas. It's actually the 251st aircraft and also the 101st, the honour of the 250th and 100th. 737 was actually uh, a prior one, uh, but this latest one happened to be coming off the line at the same time that Qantas officials were in the US to see the first uh, Jetstar 787, but we'll come to that story later. So for now, they decided, because everyone was going to be over at the right time, the uh, 251st Boeing aircraft accepted by Qantas or its affiliates would act uh, the one that they'd celebrate in front of. So we have had over the course of Qantas's uh, history, we've had uh, a number of 70s, 73s, 74s, 76, and of course a couple of 72s and 73s and so on to TAA. Uh, but this doesn't include the licensed aircraft like the 717s operated by Cobham. Yes, and of course Cobham uh, operating under the Qantas Link banner. And uh, interestingly, Grant, uh, of all those airframes, the first one, one was delivered here way back in 1959. Now, for the uh, the aircraft tragics amongst you, and everybody knows I love this one, the uh, registration of this aircraft, uh, it's a 737-800 series, an 838, and in the, uh, it's VH X-ray Zulu Foxtrot. So uh, you know, all the plane spotters can get out there and uh, take some pictures of that. It's interesting uh, with the 737-800 the series when the first ones of those arrived. Um, actually, those aircraft were originally ordered by American Airlines, uh, but then September 11 happened and, uh, you know, all the cutbacks after that. And uh, Qantas actually got those first 800 series for a, a reasonably good price, so I'm led to believe. So, uh, And those aircraft now, I guess, uh, 10 years old and still going. But uh, some new uh, uh, aircraft coming into the uh, Qantas group fleet is the uh, the 787 Dreamliner. And, uh, Grant, another article here in Australian Aviation talks about the first uh, Dreamliner for Jetstar rolling down the production line and soon to be delivered. That's right, mate. It's in final assembly. They've uh, got the wings and everything all, all connected, and it's looking a lot like an aircraft in the photos that they've provided. Uh, very masked and white at the moment, uh, but that will soon be coming off, going into painting. And, of course, its interior is that lovely nine abreast seating that we know and love so much. That's right, not eight abreast as Boeing have been selling the 787, but the nine abreast that Jetstar and many other airlines, not just the low-cost carriers, but uh, a number of them are doing. So it's going to be a little tight and squeezy in that aircraft. They're doing three by three by three. And uh, for people like uh, myself and uh, definitely for Steve, it's going to be a little squeezy getting into those seats. But hopefully you're not traveling too far on it, he said knowingly, as Jetstar are going to be using them on international flights. Well, knowing your love of Jetstar, Grant, that will never be a problem for you. I can't see you travelling on one. 
Uh, I will be attempting to avoid traveling on a Jetstar 787. I may do it once just for the experience to say I've done it. But, uh, yeah, the spacious cabin is being uh, cramped a little by those seats. But it's to be expected. It's what everyone's doing. It's like when the A380 was being advertised. Yeah, as if there was going to be a bowling alley on a commercial flight when you can put another 50 people in there and get some more money. But the interesting thing is that once these uh, 787s come online, they enter the register. And, Steve, what will this first one be registered as? It's uh, Yes, it will be uh, Victor Kilo Alpha will be the registration of that one. That's right, mate. And once that comes online, this will be the first time that every single Boeing of the 7 Series, I should clarify that, has been on the Australian register at one time or another. That's the 707 through to the 787. So we'll have 70s, 71s, 72s, 3s, 4s, 5s, 6s, and 7s. Apparently, will have been on the Australian register. It does strike me as odd because I didn't think there'd been a a Boeing 757 on the register, but there was uh, a couple registered to ANSET Worldwide, which which is the Australian uh, Aircraft Leasing Organization. So while they didn't really fly that much here, there was one put on the or two put on the Australian register. So that's a bit of a first for us. There you go. And I suppose the only time we normally see uh, 757s here in Australia is when the uh, Royal New Zealand Air Force uh, flies their uh, 757s in here, affectionately known to some sheep shack. That's right, mate. When the sheep shack here is here, that's generally the only time we see a 757 in Australian skies or sometimes special lease uh, transport aircraft. However, we did see quite a number of them during the uh, airline pilot strike back in, I believe it was the 80s. And uh, there were a number of, I think it was the Royal Brunei 757s and a couple of other airlines sent some 757s over. And I do recall being on one and uh, waiting for people to exit and it was a very long line of people going past. So, yeah, it's uh, it's a long stretched aircraft for sure. That seven five seven, but the seven eight seven, bit shorter, bit wider, and uh, rather um, squeezier. Now we've got a few more stories here that we had lined up, but we might bank those because, as many people may not realise, most of our eight or ten minute segments usually take uh, about thirty minutes of recording time. So we might store a few of those until next week. So uh, I guess that's everything we have for you on this week's Australia Desk. A, a big thanks again to everybody at the Airplane Geeks. And, uh, you know, people think Courtney Miller left uh, the show, but uh, as you heard just there, he actually has never left the show because he introduces this segment every week. That's right. There you go. There every you go. And one thing, folks, by waiting one more week, we may find out who the mystery buyer is of Virgin Australia stock because Air New Zealand has bought 3%, but 9% was traded. Who purchased the extra 6% and also who sold it? That's what we're all wondering at the moment. Mm. So until next week. As I sign off every week, I'm Steve Vischer. I'm Grant McCarran. Cheers, folks. Woohoo! I think we can make something out of this. Hey, we should start <laughs> that podcast, man. I think we can do it. <laughs> I love lots desks that I don't have to edit. That's you know what's right. even better? We could, we could make this into a radio show. Maybe we could get Max to edit that. Oh, no. No more. No more editing. Well, <laughs> except that David did toss out the idea of starting a drone podcast, but or a podcast yeah. about drones. Oh, drone I thought you had a podcast that was going to be operated by drones. No, or a no, podcast is drones be a podcast on. Of, I thought, yeah, I just thought it was just going to be a podcast of Rob droning on and on and on. <laughs> That's called the airplane gigs. It occurs every oh. week. <laughs> oh, I don't have dang. the sound effects. I need the sound. <laughs> all right. Well, I want to thank Steve and Grant, both of you guys, for, for all Hi. the work, all the effort, and, and the, the quality a product that you produce for us each week it's 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 fantastic and we certainly know that it's hard to do this every week and uh so it, it's it's nice that someone else is there along with us uh you two guys uh, as well as peter johnson 